Untalked, you have found us. Congratulations, you have reached Untalked. It's a happy place for guys, a place where you can breathe, laugh, and relax without getting beaten up by anyone at work or at home. I'm Josh Miller. Steve Goskowski's on the right. Dan Klucko always on the left. We have Ryan Lute, Brock Baranowski, Cal Miller, and the man spinning records at this rave is Ryan Reynolds. Good stuff. Just let's let's make this clear on what you really stumbled across here, right? This is this is untucked. And there's a lot of shows that over guy shows, and the next thing you know, they got like six female guests, or they bring this this woman reporter on. This is a guy show, right? Like like like, like and, and people don't understand. Well, you, you know, you got to be fair. No, we don't. We're allowed to have one place where guys get together and just shoot the shit about anything. You could be a 20, 30, 40, 50, or 60-year-old guy. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about sports, we're going to talk about business, we're going to talk about dumb things, low IQ things. We're going to say my generation was better than your generation and this is why. We go down rabbit holes that make no sense at dinner talk with the wife and kids or at work, but here it's a safe place. Gentlemen, how are we? Clex, Gotti, what's shaking? Not the mutts, buddy. That was a great That's intro. Fun. That was great, man. I mean, I like this like down with women kind of thing. Let's go fight the power. Yeah, you know, you know what? Because I'm, I'm, we're surrounded by them. We have to be politically correct all the time, everywhere we go, and it's even even guys at work that just nag you like a woman. So it's just this is just a nice place where you don't have to just you can just be us. And I'm a big big fan of that. Well, listen, guys. Obviously, the NFL season's now, which is probably the greatest time. I remember playing and saying, okay. Kids, honey, I will see you in a few months. I can, it's the greatest excuse. I have no playbook. You know that. It's one page. So I pretended <laughs> as if I was really important and made it seem like, oh, I got to be left alone. I got to be left alone. I did that the entire season. Nothing better. Does it mean anything to me? No, not really. To me, as a kicker, you go out when it's fourth down, the offense stalled. I got to go and then save the day. I give, the def- I give them the ball and I'm back. So it means nothing to me other than I'm excited about it and I could be left alone for about four or five months. What does it do for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Clark. i mean hey i mean I, I don't know about you guys i still do get the itch and you know the fact that i am like coaching high school football it lets me get a little bit of it out but you know it, it's funny this time of year my body still is kind of you know even what is it 12 years since i played it's still kind of crazy that my my body knows that this is the time of year when you should be should be doing something so i love this time of year i don't think there's a better sport in the world and i'm excited for it to be back yeah, I mean, Gotti, uh, you and I had the same playbook, essentially, right? I mean, but but as for you, it, what 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 did the start of a season mean to you? And I know when I first met you, you weren't a big fan of football, but I think you grew into the routine <laughs> and then loved it. I remember we would play wiffle ball, we would play soccer, we would do all these things. I'm like, dude, football's like, ah, I'm just good at it. I, I, I love it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the game. I love the guys, love the locker room. But it's like, I mean, eh, I, I, eh. So I I'd love to hear your answer on that. When the season starts for you, what what are you really thinking? Well, I mean, you're right. I had a love hate relationship with kicking. I was glad I could do it, but I didn't. I didn't really. Uh, I don't know. It was a weird thing, but I was. I mean, I was excited. The, the excitement of football, like Clex said, it is the best sport in the world. I wish I could have done something different, but I was glad that I got to do it. I mean, I was. I had a natural talent at it, and I worked my butt off towards it. I just. I kind of wanted just to make sure I got off to a good start because, as you know. I didn't really care about my stats, but your stats kept you on the team. So I just wanted to get off to a good start and, you know, set the year right. Because I feel like if you have a, a few first good games, the rest of the year is a lot easier. If you start off 
pretty crappy like I did with the Titans and the rest of the year is just kind of like hellacious. So I was just probably more nervous and excited about just what's the first kick going to feel like? What's the, uh, what kind of situation am I going to be in? And I think just that nerves and the excitement that you cared about doing well kind of set in and, um, you know, playing for the Patriots, we won pretty much every one of our season openers. I can't remember if we ever lost any. So I wasn't too worried about that with Brady and Belichick at the helms. I was kind of just worried about yeah. myself at that point. <laughs> everything, everything after the first game, then it gets real. But that first game, yeah. the buzz, guys are tired of hitting each other. It's excitement. The locker room, the locker room, it's it's weird, right? Because it's the first game of the season, but it does have that playoff feel because guys are pumped and amped. You have guys guys making all different concoctions that they take before a game. They'll come into they'll come to the game very polite and nice. By the time they're done, you have to peel them off the walls to get them onto the field. I personally, when it, when I saw the schedule come out, and again, this is selfish. I, I don't don't I, don't judge me, but this is what punters do. You look at the schedule. You say, where are the domes? Where where's it going to be in, in, in October, no, November? Yeah, where the hell am I going to be? Uh, that, that if Chicago, Buffalo, I see them later in the year. You're like MFing everything. You're pissed as hell. Do I have any domes? No, of course not. Or you might have a dome that's the first game of the season. You're happy about it, but then you realize that's a fucking waste because it's 85 and beautiful in Pittsburgh and New England. So, I mean, that's that's how the mind works. And as long as I have three out of four good games, I'm happy. That was my thing. I would break it down by months. Just give me three out of four good games. I give three fucks what I do on that one game I throw up. Don't make it too bad, but three out of four and I'll be happy. <laughs> I think for the beginning yep. of the season, it's like, you know, that excitement you talk about, Josh, it's like, no matter what, you know, I remember Belichick used to say, we're all starting at the bottom of the mountain, right? Fuck what you did last year. Forget about it. I don't care about the rings you won, the division titles. None of it means anything. They can never take that away from you. That's what you were, right? They're going to hang the banners and, and they'll be there forever. But, you know, the excitement of every new season, especially, you know, I, I had, I was fortunate enough to play for three of the best teams in the NFL, probably the three best teams in the NFL, you know, in my, my eight years of playing. And it was like, you just knew, you know, you get off to that fast start and you will be in the NFC or AFC championship game. And it was like, just that excitement of, of knowing that, Hey, here comes a new season. We get to build on every game. And, and I, I imagine it's the same in every locker room, whether you're the Browns, the Texans, the Cardinals, you know, everyone thinks, Oh man, you, you watch, we're going to shock the world this year. I think that's the excitement, right? And then it's a lot of guys that like, look, you're, there's your starting 22, right? They're, that are, they're the guys, they're solidified, they got the contracts. Then there's those other 30 guys that, man, a lot of them, this is their first time, right? This is a real game. These bullets are live. Like, this is going to be unbelievable. This is everything I've dreamed about my whole life. That's that excitement of the first week. It's unbelievable. Let me ask you this question. So I, I remember, you know, obviously training camp, right when you get to training camp, Defense is uh, destroying the offense because it takes yeah. forever for the offense to click. Defense thinks they're, you know, this is our year. Look how we're killing them. <laughs> offense will catch up somewhere in the middle of that, uh, you know, the preseason. And then suddenly, where during the course of an NFL season does the defense start to click? The offense start to click. Like, okay, this is what we're supposed to be doing. The first couple games are a little goosey timing-wise and all that. When is it, when's a defense click? Well, I, you know what? I think especially now that, you know, the – the starters and the, and the big time players are, are, I don't want to say coddled, but hey, look, they're held back in camp because they don't want to get them hurt, right? right? And they don't want to they don't want to wear them out. It's a long season, you know. I think the first month of football is is kind of like the preseason now, and I'm not saying any anything that's earth shattering, but you see it. You see the sloppy football now because there isn't 
four weeks of preseason or even back when like in the 70s when there was five and six games, right? You really get one dress rehearsal and maybe you play a series if you're a big time player or if you're the starting defense altogether. So I think it takes four or five weeks before you start seeing, you know, who's going to be the cream of the crop during the season, right? You see these teams that'll come out hot and they fizzle out because the real guys start playing, they start figuring out what's going on. And then those other teams just fade away. But, the, you know, the, the strong contenders are always there for a reason. The coach knows how to bring them along. The, the, the guys on the team, they know how to, how to start preparing. They start to feel, you know, they start to get in shape, let's be honest. Game right. shape is different than, than even just practice shape. It really is. So, you know, I think the first month of football anymore is, is more of the sloppy, get the kinks out of the way. And then kind of as you get into that second quarter of the season – you know, weeks five through eight, I think that's where you start to see teams and, and defenses really start to click. Yeah, which bothers me that they put Pickett in week five last year to save the fucking Steelers. Let's put the kid <laughs> in week five. So it's week one for his ass. Meanwhile, everyone's just finally clicking and they're playing like a team. But anyway, we'll get back to that. Gotti. Yeah, you, shut up. I know spe- special teams, dude. Special teams, we click all year long now. You could pick, you could wake <laughs> us up at three in the morning in August. We got snap hole kick on lockdown. So all we got to do is just do our job. And then if we don't, we get motherfucked by everybody. And But it's, it is what it is. <laughs> have you ever yeah, had no, a pep? I, 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 I do like the beginning of the year, though, because the weather is always nice. And it's like a good time to, like, take advantage of hitting a bunch of touchbacks, maybe get a couple 50-yarders. Um, you know, when the weather's good, especially in New England, it's a lot easier to kick. Have you had a pregame where you kick like shit and then suddenly, oh, yeah. and then you were fine when the game starts. But literally, I mean, even as a pro, like I know golfers, it's, they try to find it and, and then they get to that box. But what about, what about as a kicker? Like, have you, have you had a horrendous uh, pregame? And you're just like, I have no idea what my range is today. Let's not be on the right hash either. A thousand percent. We, I was telling the story to some of the high school kids the other day. Um, we were playing Dallas in their new stadium. I don't know. It's probably like, 2017 or 16, something like that. And for an NFL kicker, if you kick like 20 kicks in pregame, you might miss one, right? Like a good one. I think I missed like 12 out of my 20 attempts. I wasn't even close. I mean, I couldn't have, I couldn't have been any worse if I tried. And then I go out and have one of the best games of my career. I think I kicked like a 57 and like a 51 and a 49 in the game. And just I couldn't miss when I got in the game. I was it was so bad. We were all laughing how bad it was. I was like, Jesus, have I ever been practiced before? Uh, that's hilarious. I could see, I, I I I could just see Brad Seeley just be thinking the first couple. Oh, that's cute. Okay, then getting real paranoid. Did no, he, it, was, it was Joe. It was Joe Judge at this time, and oh, okay. uh, he he's actually pretty good on uh, with specialists, but he he tends to overreact sometimes. He's trying to fix everything in every single moment, and I was like, it's okay. I'll just relax. Let me get out of my way. And, I was I was laughing about it. It was horrifically bad, and thank God I had a good game that game because I was like, "Geez, do I just like did I lose it? Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what was it? Like, the, the optics of the new stadium, just the crazy big screen and everything. Like, what was it, dude? I don't know, man. So sometimes, like, um, I mean, our when you have the talent, I think mentally is where you're good, whether you can focus and lock in. And to me, the hardest part of kicking is like or punting is like you don't know how much you're going to play. You don't know when you're going to be put in the game. And it's more of like a feel thing than like, yeah. all right, I'm just going to get myself amped up. And I'm sure everyone who's played golf just goes out there that first swing. You're like, oh, damn, I don't have it today. And th- those are the days that are tough. And then like, I mean, there's been warmups where I can't miss. You could put a string down the middle of the upright 
and I can't miss and you don't try any field goals. That's just like the, the thing that'll make you pull your hair out as a specialist. Like there are days where like you're locked and loaded, you're a Navy SEAL sniper out there and you don't even get called upon to do anything. And I don't want to turn this podcast into fucking special teams, but I'll tell you what, the worst thing is when you're hitting fucking bombs. I remember you get into a dome. This is another thing. God, I mean, God was nice enough to make me play, but every time I had, I felt like I had my shit that game, he had me pooch punting from 30 fucking five going in. So you got to kick, if you kick it 36 yards, it's a touchback. So your net's like 15, but if you hit it to the 10, it's a 25 yard punt. Everyone high fives you, but then you got the douchebags up in the box. Oh, just a 25 yard punt for Miller. Fuck you. It's at the 10. Yeah, of course it's 25. After the game, it's like, Oh, six punts for 37 yards. They're bringing guys in fucking Tuesday for workouts. That's what kickers fucking think about. Yeah. Oh yeah. We won by 30. Who gives a fuck? Cause they'll still replace me. Cause it's an easy piece. I wanted to ask, did you guys ever have any, like, pregame rituals you did? I mean, like, for kicking, did, do you have any, like, things you'd always do before every game? Like, same thing you'd ever wear? Like, was there, like, any, any like, any lucky, lucky thing I would you do had? one thing everywhere we go. And this is, again, this is just being funny because it's, it's, it's our little circle. So it would be, a, it's, it's the kicker and, and, and it's our snapper. And we're on the road. They boo you no matter what. So I would say to them before we go out, I, I might have done this a couple of times with you, God. I'd be saying, hey, let's see what this stadium thinks of Jewish punters. And I'd run out first. And the players would just be like, fucking boo! It was just hilarious. Gotti, did we make you run out by yourself your first game? I, I can't remember. You probably did. You guys messed with me a lot, but it was, it, uh, you know, toughened me up a little bit. Yeah, we gave him the first three steps we were in, then we stopped, and he just did a fucking laser to the other goal. I'm like, yeah, hey, tradition here is to run to the opposite end zone. Like, All right, cool. He was gone like fucking Forrest Gump. Honestly, and, and what, a bunch of, what a bunch of fucking nerds. We're in there ready to fucking give up our heads and get CTE. You guys are worried about, let's see what they think of the Jewish partner. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Well, you got I mean, to be able to laugh at yourself as a specialist because no one's going to take you seriously. Oh, you got to take I, yourself seriously, but you can't get like too pissed off when people make fun of you. I would walk to my little jungle gym, the kicking net, and I'd be like, you down there with the green shirt all the way to you with the green hat. Fuck you. And I would say it first because the entire time they didn't watch one fucking play. They just want to motherfuck the kicker at the net. I'm like, you played all you paid all this money for a game and you just motherfucking me? Get the fuck out of here. Especially in fucking Philly. Oh, Buffalo is bad too. Yeah, Buffalo was fucking brutal. I didn't pay attention because I, I didn't pay attention because Buffalo, you're running, it's fucking 37 miles crosswinds. And the coach like angle it, angle it left. I got a good story. One time we're in Buffalo and it was freezing as can be. And like, I don't want to get too into it because I wouldn't wear like, you know how like some guys wear like the tightest pants they can get to look good. Well, I just wore like whatever felt the most comfortable and it was really cold. This is a Seinfeld moment, but this lady on the sideline, I'm worn up to that. She's like, Kaskowski, where's your dick? (laughs) It's in my fucking spleen. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just like, that's the one thing that ever, that got in my head to where like made me think about it. Cause usually it's just like, you suck, miss it. You know, like you're an idiot. And then like, she yeah, said was, that and I was like, everyone was laughing at me. And I was like, Oh my God. This is, you this needed is a fluffer for the rest of the game. Yeah. My, my balls were trained, dude. They, they were so little, adorable little fucking things. They would just combine <laughs> as one and shoot straight up. I, it would take me it, Wednesday. I get my balls back. That was amazing. All right, gentlemen, let's fucking go. Oh. Klecko, you went on a what? whole thing last week about Dion. Fuck Dion. Dion's this. Dion's that. I didn't I don't say like him. fuck Dion. Well, you I might didn't... have. You might have. Second hand, third hand story. How about what he did 
going in Dude. there, obviously doing what he did. His, his, his whole team was pumped. He's got a free pass now to say and do what he wants because what he kind of did going into a, play, a, a team that was in the national championship last year, what were they, what were they go, 17 going in on their own backyard in a shootout, 45-42. And it's not yeah. like, oh, they got a pick six or they picked up a fumble. They had two special nah. team touchdowns. It was a solid showing. Now, maybe he needs more dogs on D, but man, he's got a nah, pretty good team. That's the Big Twelve, right? Like you're not you're not going to see defense in the Big Twelve just just because the way the offense is spread it out and and that's the way they play. But all right, I was wrong. Uh, I mean, at least for one week, I was wrong, and I'll eat crow, right? I mean, holy holy shit, did they look like they were for real? I mean, his Louis bags came with them, and they looked good. They did, and his son was unbelievable. I mean, I I saw this week earlier this week that he's still not one of the top guys for the Heisman. How not? I mean, he threw for 500 yards and four touchdowns. How's he not the top guy right now? 147 QB rating. He was right. 38 for 47, 510 yards. Hey, but they're only going to win three games this season, apparently, according to Vegas. And not one person. Pat McAfee had him winning. He went out. He said he put his he put the flag down. Said said uh, they'd win. A pretty unbelievable performance, though. They, they were mean, 21 point dogs. I mean, what was their money line? 10 to one, just to win. 21-point dogs, and how about the kid that played 110 snaps? Uh, I can't Travis remember his Hunter. name off the— Yeah, Travis Hunter. In the Texas Heat, looked like he could have played another 50 snaps. Didn't look like he was even tired after the game. And then Dion this week was saying he's, he's the best receiver and the best D-back in college football. I mean, look, like I said, I, I can admit when I was wrong. I still don't—I don't maybe love the way he's going about it afterwards. I don't. But, I mean, you know, that that's the thing. If, if you— if you walk the walk, you get to talk the talk, and I got to shut the fuck up and just say, hey, you're right. I mean, that's that's the bottom line in this whole thing. And, and the worst thing is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, we've seen a lot of Belichick coaches underneath the tree go out on their own and not have the same kind of success, right? Not even a little bit. Belichick. Right. Not even, I, I was being nice, right? I mean, I yeah. want a ring there, so I'm being nice, right? So, so it didn't, didn't even come close to having the same kind of success. Are you scared what college football can do right now with, with other Universities, the, you know, the president who doesn't know dick about football is going to sit there. Oh, you should do the same thing. Got the whole team. I mean, can you do that? Is that is that like correct to do that? You're throwing kids out. Dion brought 50 new kids in and shipped out the other half. It, what is that going to do? You talk about the portal, but that's ridiculous. Not one coach has the the cachet that Dion has, right? Not one coach has the you know, what he can promise you, what he can say to you when you're in those meetings. Maybe Nick Saban, but it's not like he's going to have to go out and do this, right? But again, not one coach in, in the NCAA, except maybe Nick Saban, can go out and say these type of things that, that Deion Sanders is saying and get a whole team to flip over in really, what, eight months? Not even. Seven months, right? That's what he did this whole thing in. No no one else can do what he's doing. I, absolutely not. So are you, are you team prime? Are you team prime now? I'm not. T- I, now, look. I never Sounds hated like- Dion as a person. I just didn't like the way he was going about this, right? Yeah, but I spurted right. the rumor that you did, so it's out there. <laughs> I, I think we, I think we got to address the fact that not only did they win that game outright, now their game next week is it's got like some of the most some of the most action ever recorded on a football game, especially on a Tuesday. Like they said that they they've already got more money risked on the Colorado spread than all of the NFL Week One spread bets like so far in Vegas. Well, I hope game. he takes Matt Rule behind the, the woodshed and whoops his ass. I really don't care. I hope Colorado beats the shit out of Nebraska. Yeah, that, that be, coach is not going to be around longer there. I, I mean, uh, I don't know. I really don't know, but, you know. 
fuck him for the uh, way he left Temple. Do you have beef with Matt Rule? Yeah, I don't like the way he left Temple. It wasn't that yeah. he left Temple, right? I, I get that he was going to leave Temple, right? Someone's going to offer him $5, 6000000 million a year, right? Like, that's, that's stupid money. He's going to get to go to Baylor. He's going to get to do his thing down there at a bigger university, Big 12. I get it. It was just the way he acted like nobody at Temple gave him a gave him his shot, you know? So he left kind of on bad terms with me. Do you think Dion could be a top three coach in college right now? Or is that crazy to say? It's week one. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> it we, is, but... Let's look about what he's done from then to week one. You just said no one can do what he did. What, well, time out. So, so you, can he be? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's trending that way, clearly. And, and, and he's going to have every, every lead. I mean, the shit he's going to pull up, we're going to be, this is going to be jammed down our throats now. I mean, it's everywhere. The, the announcer's doing that game. I mean, I, I, I'm like, get your head out of his ass. I, I mean, I couldn't believe what was going on. Yeah, you know look, look. I motherfucked Dion last week, so I got to give it to him this week, right? Like, what he did in, in the span of seven months, and it's not like this is the first it's time incredible. he's done it, right? He, he did it at Jackson State, too, right? He, he did it there, where he built a winner. He, you know, he took that program, and he made them what they were, right? It's not like this is just a, oh, he just got lucky at, at Colorado because they're a Division One program. No, he did it at an HBCU as well, right? So, like, I, like as much as it pains me, I, I got to give the guy a lot of credit for what he's doing right now. Unless, of course, you're still back there. At least, where is he? Where do you go? Jackson State? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they don't like him too much. Look what he did to that place. What happens if Nebraska just shuts him out this weekend? Listen, I love Dion the player. I love Dion the player. I love, I, I like Dion doing, you know, he's not a bad guy, but he's, it was getting bad, though. I didn't like the way he was, his messaging. He seemed always wanting to be in front. But then I realized I watched him have this 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 press conference afterwards. He's like, "Listen, I won a Super Bowl. I won a World Series. I can give three shits. It's about the kids." He starts saying all right. the right things. So, right, I, I I think what he did is incredible. Every time you hear him speak in the locker room or speak to his kids, it's truth, right? Like he does not treat them like kids. He treats them like men. Like with that yep. first meeting, he walked into to, to Colorado. I actually that part I didn't hate. I didn't hate that at all. Right when he was like. Yo, you yeah. were one and eleven last year. I can't win with you. I'm bringing in guys that I can win with. I was fine with that, right? Like you're speaking to these kids like they're they're men, and I'm okay with that because in two three years these 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 guys we're calling kids are going to be men. So right. I'm fine with him. But but when you hear him actually talk to his team, fire his team up, like you don't you don't hate those messages, right? You don't hate them. I'm going to watch every one of those games that I possibly can. I'm, I'm hooked. I know there's a lot of people. Not, uh, a lot of people want to see him fail, but I, I kind of I like this story. I just hate what it's going to do to maybe college football because everyone's going to try to do the same thing. I got a question that's open to the boys. And this is, think about this for a second, because on paper, it's an easy one. And then you realize maybe it's not. What would you want your wife, girlfriend, or partner to love as much as you love? Could be anything, right? I mean, if my wife, for example... You know, loved fishing like I love fishing. You know, she wakes me up at four thirty. Oh my, let's go! I got sandwiches. I got, I got the worms. Uh, let's fucking go. Coolers packed. I got coffee. I got a full can of Copenhagen for you or Zins rather. Excuse me, because I quit eight years ago. He's like, you know, let's fucking hit it. I'd be like, all right, awesome. But then I'm gonna realize that maybe I don't fucking want her to love fishing. This like was I your thing, fishing. right? Yeah, I'm like, I, I, it's not fucking good. I would. I, I don't know what my answer would be. So I'm gonna leave it open to the floor because I thought about. It. I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I almost like it the way it is. <laughs> Well, why would you pose the question then? Because it seemed like a smart thing. 
It's not though. That's your thing, right? Gotti, what would you what would you want your wife to be? It put me on the spot first. Is is sex okay to say? Anything's okay. It's to a say. great thing. Maybe you didn't hear the introduction. This is it. Anything. No, uh, definitely not golf. Um, just because that's my that's my time. We did play tennis together. That was cool. I mean, she really doesn't even like sports that much. I mean, she came to all my games. Maybe I guess she could just like sports in general more. You know, she doesn't watch any football on TV. She doesn't care one bit. Red Ryan, if your girl likes gambling like you do, leave her. I thought I for sure thought he was gonna <laughs> say like rom coms or something like simple. I thought that that's what God he's gonna go with. <laughs> I think that the answer's gotta be sports because then you can be you can just I mean it, it makes no. it makes it easier for her to understand why you're gambling on a Saturday afternoon at two PM. <laughs> or drinking like, heavily or yeah, yeah, like, whatever. Hey, like, like come third come Thursday of March Madness, she'll understand why you're cracking a beer at eleven AM to, to get excited for the first thirty-two games today. Like <laughs> that's that that's a that's a holiday, right? Some people have Labor Day, some people have Memorial Day. Most most men like March Madness, you know? Like so that, what you and your you and your girlfriend are gonna sit there and drink beers and yeah. get blown by yeah. by four p.m. out fucking <laughs> well, maybe, cold. Maybe it doesn't have to look like that. Maybe it's just she's excited to just be the person who picks you up from the bar. You know, <laughs> <laughs> to be your Uber driver. Yeah, she likes she likes hilarious. she likes how much you enjoy it, right? Because like, man, that's coming from the heart, man. I like. Yeah, it. I mean, my yeah, that was deep. That was deep. Cal, what do you got, man? <laughs> you know. In the perfect world, I feel like if I was like, hey, honey, throw me a zin. And we each throw a zin in together, I'd be like, I think I found the one. So, uh, uh, Christ. All right. Really? So, if she loved, if she loved zins as much as me, I feel like we could really, like, become something. We pop them in together. We sit there. We talk. I'd be perfect with that. You're both on the roller coaster of life. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So, let's recap. You want your girl to... To dip. Right. <laughs> I mean, a little white. Right? I mean, that, right. am I the only one seeing that? You want to have a nice dinner with your girl, but hey, you got his yeah, in? I got what one. The, yeah, what's, okay. what's the setting? He sounds like he wants I to just sit on a couch and just pop a lip together. Purse. She keeps it in her purse. I'm like, yo, I need one. Throws it, catch it, throw it in, throw it right back at her. She catches it, throws it back in the purse, see you in an hour, do it again. I find that perfect. See you in an hour. So you guys right. go your separate ways for the hour. I'm going to see how that, I'm see how that one ages. They, we'll see how that one ages. That's not going to age well. Ryan, what do we got? Well, give me the loot, man. We got a big, big week. A lot of things going on. Introduce it. Tell us what to expect moving forward. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we talked about it. This is probably the best time of the year. We stopped watching just baseball on the television. We've got preseason. You watch baseball? Well, I mean, on some days, there's just not much else to do, right? So, you know, you can only go outside so often in the summer. You know, I can, my skin can only handle <laughs> you so can't. much. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. hey, listen, this is the time of the year. This is when we get to crack open an ice cold laptop, click a few buttons, and all of a sudden on a Saturday night, you're down a couple hundred dollars. Life is good. That's where we're at in the season right now. We got week one of NFL. We got week two of college football coming up. And we've got a lot of uh, former NFL guys on here. And we got the... Uh, the other guys, we're going to call it. So I think we're going to do a little gambling over the course of this season. <laughs> and I think that uh, I think probably a, a, an opening segment should always be like, what was the latest and uh, what was the latest crazy thing that happened in the world of sports gambling? Whether it's a bad beat, a last second cover, 
like what's the crazy talk of the week, right? And I think that probably the first one we should openly discuss would be uh, Penn State versus uh, West Virginia. So West Virginia was a 21-point dog. They had done just they had done the job that you need an underdog better to you needed your team to do. They were like I think they were down 14 with like I think 10 seconds left. Like I I think that okay so Penn State's driving the ball. Penn State's up two scores, up 16. They went for it on fourth and three. They went for it on fourth and three, which would effectively mean that the next play is you get it, you kneel the ball, the game's over. You're already up two scores, right? Penn State, who was at home, they decide, no, 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 we're not done yet. With 20 <laughs> seconds left, let's run a couple more plays. They they hiked the last play with the clock running. They, they hiked the ball again with like six seconds left to run it in for a touchdown. Last second cover. Does James Franklin have action on the game? Open, Here's open a, discussion. I got one one quick thing I'm going to say to you. Wait, wait, wait. One, Josh, then you jump right back in. Ryan, us, us football players say they snapped the ball. They didn't hike the ball. <laughs> they didn't, That's fair. Right? Hey, listen. Hey, hike saw, the ball. He's selling my wife. He's selling. In, <laughs> hey, hey, in my world, I saw a plus go to a minus. Yeah, and that was all, all that mattered, right? Vocabulary <laughs> went out of your fucking head. <laughs> the P&L <laughs> statement changed. And I did not like that. All right. And I just had to ask the question, like, what's going on here, boss? I mean, we're always talking about the health of the players. People could get hurt. And we're hiking balls like that. Snapping balls like that, whatever, it, you, whatever you want to call it, man. I, I'm, all I'm, I don't blame him for doing it, though. I mean, I, I can respect the shove it down their throat, no mercy, kill your opponent. I can understand that. If that's your philosophy throughout the whole season, sure. But I mean, but that's more of a rankings thing. That's yeah. That's you got to you got to have a point differential. Right. It's not like the NFL where a win's a win. Like you got to strength the schedule. Conference games, non-conference games. You, you, you know, you got to go for it. You got to. You handedly beat them already, though. You're already up two floors. If if the playoff committees, the playoff committees looking at that game at the end of the season, they say, "Oh, they only beat West Virginia by 16." Is that ever so actually I, a sentence, though? Only yeah, that's called style points. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's an actual term, style okay, points, a, based yeah. on. They'll, they'll never be at fault because they have too many excuses. Hey, listen, that's a teaching moment, right? We we might be in a situation this year where that's going to be crucial. We have to get to the line quick and throw a play in. So yeah, we, listen, I, I don't care. It's about just it. my job to ask the questions. I'm just I'm just asking the questions. Hey, uh, a lot of people were pissed off, though. I'm sure. And, and, listen, and, and I guess if I'm if I'm gonna, if I'm going to say that, I should also mention my team, Kentucky. We did have a last second cover on ourselves, I believe. I wasn't watching, I was golfing, but I saw my, my thing go from a negative to a positive there. So there is a little law of averages, but the question was asked, James Franklin allegedly does not have money on the game. I will be watching his tendencies throughout the rest of the season though. Something to pay attention to. Something to keep an eye on. to the NCAA yeah, assholes? He, 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 no, made, think- he made Lute's list. At the same time, I could use this. I can use this to be like, oh, he likes to gut him at the end, live bet him. For another score, last couple of minutes. There's a lot of different angles to each, to each one of these problems. All right, I like let's it. ask this. Let's ask this, this question though. We are a show of three former Super Bowl champions, and then four. We'll call them the other guys. We live in a world where gambling is becoming much more normalized, like it always should have been from the beginning. But we we we're in an era where you guys can gamble now. So we're going to ask the question: How well do Super Bowl champions know their former teams? So Josh. We're going to have you pick the Steelers every single spread, every single over-under this season. We're going to be releasing these episodes on Thursday, so you'll have the lines out before the show, uh, before the games actually go on. 
Uh, so Josh will be picking the Steelers. Kleck will be uh, picking the, uh, the Eagles. And then uh, Gotti will be picking from the Patriots. So I think we should jump into week one here. We got the Steelers playing the 49ers at home. Steelers are underdogs, plus two and a half, with an over-under of 41. So, Josh, what happens to your former team? Uh, they're going to go one and zero, right? Uh, Nick Bosa, he's a coin toss. Uh, Mister Irrelevant, he's a coin toss. Um, Health wise, uh, I, I love, I love everything. I love everything that that the Steelers are doing. They had a great preseason, and I know it's just preseason. There's some things you can't take away from it, and there's some things you can take away from it. We talked about the points that they scored and points that they didn't score. They 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 had the fewest points scored this uh, this preseason. That doesn't mean much, but it gives me a vibe because at Klecko, as you know, that's something that doesn't mean shit to you on paper, but you see how everyone's playing. That shows depth. That shows everyone's on the same page and you're yeah. humming. And it was by a lot. Uh, and, and obviously, I, 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 love, uh, I love the running game. I love Pickett. I think Pickett's got four or five weapons and I think the old line's great and they can run the ball. If you can throw the ball and have good, uh, 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 you know, a great old line, and run the ball. They have tight ends. Uh, it's not even, you know, they, they're, they're underdogs. Yeah, they're two underdogs. I'll go, I'll go Steelers and... Um, Over, under. Points yes, or no yeah, points? That's a great question because I'm scared of that one because, again, it's the first, first game of the season, so everything's not going to be clicking. Hey, it's okay to be scared, sides. though. It's week one. San Fran arguably has the best defense in, in the NFL. That, that, I mean, you can make that case. So I will go Steelers under. No, check Steelers that. Plus Steelers plus two and, and a half and yeah. the under. Wait, over or under? Yeah, we're going over. So that way, the next show, I could say I said under. We have both on, on, on both recorded. <laughs> so I, I just had to. The, the transition there was 49ers have a really strong defense over. All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Klecko, what are we thinking with the. Oh, actually, we got, a, we got a Patriots versus Eagles this week. Right. So you want me to go first? Kind of a, okay. I mean, honestly, we should just be flipping a coin, really, but. Yeah, you guys both got to pick a spread pick and an over/under pick. So, what do y'all think? Right, what's the spread? Maybe just fight against right? one another. Uh, I have a plus four. Yeah, let's see it. What was the picture four. I sent? Is it four, four. now? So it's four. Look. All right. So Eagles are favored. By, Eagles are favored by four. It's in New England now. And over it's Tom Brady 45. day. That's, it's that's, Tom Brady that's, day. It is Tom Brady day. They're they're honoring him. But here's what I'll tell you. Look. I love Bill. I think he's the, the best coach ever. There's no doubting that. I know people debate the, the chicken versus the egg, but until he shows me he, he can put together a good roster since Tom left and put together a good coaching staff, I know B.O.B.'s back. I know they're going to, you know, I know they'll look a lot better than last year, but the Eagles are the best roster in the NFL. Like it or not, they just Hands are. Down. Should should have won the Super Bowl last year. I know they didn't, but they should have won the Super Bowl. Um, sorry, producer Ryan, but look, I mean, until Bill can show me that he can put together a good team and the Eagles show me that they're going to fall down after what they've put together, I'm taking that with the Eagles all day. And what's the over-under? 45. 45. Ooh, I'll take the over. Points, points, points. Yep. Clack, you better watch your mouth talking about Bill Belichick <laughs> like that, okay? He's going to send Ernie in to slit your throat in the middle of the night. For <laughs> I'm going to just be dead tonight? Yeah. <laughs> forever doubting him. I'll say this. The Eagles didn't play anybody in preseason. I read somewhere that last year teams that didn't play anybody in preseason were like three and eight opening week. If there's ever a chance for a team to falter, it is opening weekend. Everybody still believes that they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's coming and he's going to sprinkle that magic 
that he's done 10,000 times right on the Mac Jones tiny little head. <laughs> and they're going to go on and they're going to shock the world. And the Patriots have been nothing but terrible in the first couple games the last couple years. I think this is the time they write the ship. The NFL needs Bill Belichick to be good, I think, to compete with some of these AFC teams. I'm taking the Patriots, and I might even sprinkle a money line in there. Mm. God, give me goosebumps over here. I don't here. even think it's close. <laughs> I'm over You're here probably right, but I, but I felt pretty good about my speech right there. Oh, that was incredible what you just said. And I'm taking yeah. the under. I'm looking at. I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, Lou has a cigarette lines. in his mouth. Oh, he loved that. <laughs> Can I get a pulse check over here? <laughs> I mean, you're not going to tell me Bill's not one of the best, you know, two, three best coaches of all time. But it's, it's, look, it's it, he doesn't have the roster to compete with the Eagles right now. I don't know if he has the roster to compete with the AFC East right now. And I, you know, I, I just think this is going to be a bad opening day for them. I mean, what about the Super Bowl hangover? What about, you know, all that kind of stuff? They didn't play in the preseason. They could be a little rusty. No shot. Jalen Hurts got a bag. Maybe he's like, you know, feel himself a little bit. They also have a new offensive and defensive coordinator, right? Look, the one thing I know about Jalen Hurts, he's like that. All right. That dude is steady. He doesn't get too, too up. He doesn't get too down. He doesn't care about a Super Bowl hangover, right? He's, uh, it, I think he's a true MVP candidate this year, and I think he comes out. This strong. is what we need. This is what the world needs. We need to, we need to bring together the actual guys in the locker room, and then the guys who are coaching from their couches on Sundays. I mean, honestly, these two, <laughs> these two groups of people can break Las Vegas. I really do think so, the and that's team. why we're gonna go. In, that's why we're gonna go into this next thing, which is gonna be the three of you guys versus the four of us. The four okay. of us have come together. We've we've scavenged the board, and we've picked what we think might be the play of the week. But you guys got to come together first and make your pick first, so we make sure it's not the same one. Play of the week. Play of the I week. Don't, I any hope. spread, any over under, any team on the board. But this is going to be a season long effort. Do the guys in the locker room know that know the board better than the guys on the couch? I, you guys I'm are the looking, ones. On the twi- hey, okay, my team. Our team. I'm going to go Commanders, Cardinals. That's a oh. joke game. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> another preseason wait, game? Wait, wait, wait. Can we but, cut that? Can we cut Arizona that? Arizona sucks. That, that, that Arizona's the worst <laughs> team on earth. Damn it. That was That's not a lot. <laughs> that was Orphan. We shut up. They Can haven't picked that up. They haven't picked yet. Uh, what are the odds? There's literally, what, 32 bets All out right, there. So Arizona's that's, that's the worst our- team. All right, what's what's the spread? Minus seven. Well, well, I think we might have already skipped to the third segment, which is going to be the seven of us coming together and dropping a nuclear missile on one of these bats. <laughs> so I stopped that. Hey, see. so we, that was your pick then, yeah? We, I, listen, like us in the business, we like to call this a drone strike, okay? The old Obama administration, okay? <laughs> you <laughs> crack open a nice cold sports book and you click the button and then you enter the money and then you just you hammer it. And then you you check your account on Monday. But I think it sounds like Washington minus seven against the absolutely abysmal Cardinals is the play of the week. That's the nuke of the week? I like like Jacksonville over the Colts. I think the Colts might have a hard time. I think they suck this year, yeah. Okay, so there was a a couple we had on the board out there, but it sounds like Washington's the group pick. Unless we want to talk about a couple other ones. I personally like points. Week one, we don't know what's going to happen, but we know one thing. They want to score points. We know they want to impress the crowds, impress the coaches, like really put it all on the line. They, they're coming yeah, out playing what for they want to real do, money. But, but again, it's, it's hey, this listen, isn't the time they're clicking. 
This is the like only the time well, I'll I ever, the... ever, ever put the commanders in anything. And I hate saying commanders. Uh, I, but anyway, I, that's the only time I'll ever bet with them. Aren't they going to change it again? They did say they were going to change it again. Yeah. It was getting yeah. confusing, you know, the, the three name changes yeah, I, in the I last two out. years. I backed out. <laughs> All right, so I, like, the... I like Baltimore oh, hammering, hammering the Texans, too. Baltimore hammering the Texans. I personally liked the mm. Chargers and the Dolphins to score some points. I think the Tua has a bone to pick with the with the with the community that was dissing him because he what had one or two one or two con- concussions last season. Like I all mean, due yeah, respect but, to mean, his health, he has a message. But if this was like fucking golf. I'd say sure, I'll bet on him. But Dude. it's a team game. So I, give me, I, I, give me Tyree Kill for twelve touchdowns on Sunday. <laughs> So what are, we, what, are we, what are we agreeing on? What Can we agree we, we have to bet something? Wait, wait, wait. We need the three of you guys to decide what yeah, you're you guys got to pick first. one, but they picked the Washington one. So no, they picked. didn't pick. Josh just spoke. Yeah, we picked it just to take it away from you dickheads. Yeah, so now that's yeah. off the board. You, you have to go with yeah. a different one. No, we have to go. That doesn't make sense. It makes sense. Shouldn't let us go first. Yeah, Listen, we're doing hey, we're doing hey, this Brock. by age and height. Yeah, Brock, we got we got we got we got to do the respectful thing here. They got the titles. We don't have the titles yet. Next season, ne- next season, they'll go second. <laughs> I would love for you to see our group message and how big of a lock that fucking thing is. That's bullshit. Think, yeah, that's tough. But I, you know what? We, we bounce back. Let's be honest here. Not, I'm not betting just one game on Sunday. I'm going to bet most of the games on Sunday. So let's go with the, the Chargers and the Dolphins to score more than 51. Is that right? Huh, that was yeah. our second pick. You tell me that Justin yeah. Herbert. <laughs> tell me that Justin Herbert. You are just gonna just duke it out. It'll be twenty-seven, twenty-seven by the end of the third. No, no question. All right, let's All see right. who wins. So it's locked. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't quote me on that part. But that over's hit. Okay, so let's be let's be very clear here. The the actual group, and so let's be actually let's be clear what we're actually doing here. The seven of us are putting a hundred dollars into the pot beginning of this season. We're gonna start out with a fifty percent of our bankroll bet which is going to be a $350 bet on the Washington Commanders to beat uh, the Arizona, whatever the Arizona Cardinals. There we go. They're so still the Cardinals, putting, Josh. We're putting, we're Who knows? Putting 300, Who knows? We're putting 350 you got to be politically correct. Cardinals, maybe that's bad now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we got 350 on, on on the Commanders, which is wild. That that's how we're going to start our season out on Washington. But it is what it is. We're going to have – so what's – what's we'll be like 350 to win – Less than that. So we'll be over a thousand when we get to next week. The idea is we're never gonna run out of money. If we ever do run out of money, it's because we made a bunch of poor decisions back to back weeks. God will just give right? us more. Yeah, worst uh-huh. case scenario we tap into we tap into the old <laughs> retirement funds, you know, if we need to. And the proceeds are gonna go to a nice vacation. All right, a, a nice get together and obviously yeah. upgrade our equipment. There we go. I think that once we get Cal a laptop, that'll be a big start. <laughs> hey, and yeah. a shirt that fits. <laughs> and give that, that back to his girl. To you got your dicks. Hey, I'm not even thinking about that. What I'm thinking about right now is this sleeper pick that I just want to throw on record and say I said it, and we can come back to it. I got the Detroit Lions beating the Chiefs straight money line at like plus two fifty five or something. I think Super Bowl hangover. Past few years, I think the Lions are coming through, and this doesn't have to go against anything. I'll personally be betting on it, but I just want that stated. Lions are winning Week One. What's what's with well this? Uh, you know, I've I've heard a lot of buzz this week. What's with this this Chiefs hate? I mean, they're the greatest player on the planet. 
There's there's no that's hangover. The best coach. I'm, I'm going off week one vibes. I'm going off old Super Bowls. They're tired. The Lions are juiced. I'm telling you. I just – fuck, can I have an opinion? No, no, I just – no, no, Listen, time out, Urkel. You don't have to have your voice crack like that, dude. Listen, you're right. Stick to that, though. I don't, 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 don't be – I just throw yeah, it out no, there. But, but you, so Klecko, who tackles fucking trees, who comes from Hall of Fame balls, he, he has a little rebuttal against you, and then your voice cracks. I'm just saying that's funny. Can I have an opinion? No, no, I've just – I've seen it a lot this week. with the shirt. I didn't yeah, start dude. that. Your dad did. Listen, Look. you should be proud to be wearing a t-shirt of the number one beer in America right now. Are you kidding me? Like I said, I wore this in honor of Buffett. <laughs> honor of Buffett. Warren. Well, listen, that's a great little segue. Just so, kidding. again, it's a guy show. We established that early. And whenever we have some fallen guys, we like to talk about it and kind of have a couple words. So, yeah, we're going to go Jimmy Buffett, who passed away at 76, and Bob Barker, which at 99. Oh, that sucks, right? You just want yeah. to get to that hundred, but yeah, that, that's no. a big loss, right? He Price went out right. going over a dollar. Happy, happy Gilmore, Bob Barker. He was, I liked him a lot. Jimmy Buffett. You'll have anyone outside of this room, anyone who doesn't listen to this podcast, they'll talk about his little political stance and all that shit. That's not what happens here. We talk about Jimmy Buffett, the music he made, the vibe he gave. That's what I'm gonna miss. I, I, I can say I don't love his love his music. I liked his music, but I loved when it was on because it gave that vibe. And I liked what he was about. The guy hasn't worn shoes in 47 years. I <laughs> love his, love his music. Love his music. It's fucking always on in my house. Mm. I had never been so sad as I was on Saturday morning when I woke up. Riding the high off a big high school football win on Friday night. And that's the bullshit I wake up to on Saturday morning. God love him. God rest his soul. I mean, just this fucking story, right? How he went down to the Keys and somebody was like, dude, I don't know what you are, what we have, but we have something here. We have a brand with you. And it was that one song, dude, and it was Margaritaville. And they yeah. literally built a brand around one song and made that dude a billionaire. And not only did he make everybody happy, his fucking music was awesome. Like you said, Josh, no shoes for 40 years. The guy was that's what it. we all want to be when we're done living. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we want to be, man. That's- There's no doubt. And, and the thing that I hate the most, you're going to have a bunch of people that like to get caught up in the moment and say, oh, I remember I was done with the keys and he just kind of came in with a guitar and said, hey, you mind if I play a couple of songs? And they'll lie and say that story. The same way people, they lied and say they saw Wilt Chamberlain score 100 points. There was like, there was like 37 people in the gym, but I, I, I've heard uh, over 5,000 people tell me they were there. Same with Bruce Springsteen in Jersey. Everyone's like, oh, I was at the Jersey Shore. Bruce came in. He fucking killed a couple sets and left. It's bullshit. But yes, a big loss to that. Uh, deeply, God deeply love you, Jimmy. It's a sad segment, but it happens, so we like to talk about it. What's the, what's the favorite song for, from Jimmy? Oh. Margaritaville, Hamburger Paradise. I mean, nah, fucking, cheeseburger, breathe, cheeseburger in Paradise. But that was breathe close. in, breathe well, out. Uh, I'm healthier on. now. I'm healthier. That's my now. song. <laughs> yeah, they to, had, to uh, throw it to Bob Barker when we at the Patriots in the lunchroom, Price is Right was on all the time. It was like the only TV they would let us watch when they weren't putting old highlights of who we're playing the next week. And the guys would get, guys would get the remote, turn it to prices Right. Usually came on about 11 o'clock, I think. And everyone right would we say at the same time, the price is wrong, bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they would be playing, what's the little ladder game? The one yeah, the Yodeler. Yeah, 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 the Yodeler. I love that Yeah, guy. guys like Randy Moss screaming at him. No, there's too much money. I mean, it was just great vibes, good times. I'll, I'll always remember that. Obviously, Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore was like one of the funniest things on it. Yeah, unbelievable. All right, we're going to keep our happy vibes going. Cal, 
Listen, man. Yeah. And so the segment, let me walk you through the segment for everybody here. So Cal's obviously, as you noticed, he's our college student. He's over there in Tallahassee enjoying the life we all wish we can do right now. Uh, we brought him to just China. Hey, check out our classics. This is what we were brought up on. These are movies that uh, made us who we are today. We're going to make you see them because obviously you have not. So we want some input. So classic movies from... From are we gonna call you Spider from Spider from from Cal Little C Young Buck? We'll come up with a nickname for you, but Cal, what do you got for us this week? Uh, I'm starting this week out with a disclaimer because shocker. I hate <laughs> fucking shocker. I, I hate you. A few, <laughs> I'm a few. I'm a few classics in, and I've said my piece, and it's gone over so poorly. But this week, it's The Breakfast Club, and the ratings that I gave the other movies, I'm changing because this one broke the scale in the worst um, way. Um, I mean, <laughs> so The Breakfast Club. I rate, I give a quote. Here we go. Thoughts. Here we go. Here we go. First of all, I just want to say- time out. Keep in mind, you gave Goodfellas a six. You gave uh, Shawshank, Shawshank a four. A no. He gave Shawshank a six. I gave, I gave the rounders a six eight, and I'm changing that to a seven flat. Um, I gave a Shawshank a six. Go back. No, because what I just saw made me reconsider everything. Uh, Shawshank is a six now, also is a seven, and uh, I gave Goodfellas an eight. I'm not changing that. All right, now Keep welcome to that. the dance. Okay, Breakfast Club. <sighs> All right. I watched that movie and I 100% was convinced I was in detention with them. I was like, whenever the, whenever the teacher walks in there and he's like, wake up, wake up. I had to wake up. I mean, he woke me up. It was, I, I, I was bored out of my mind. So I'm just going to get into the quotes that I, I think what, are the what do you need fucking lasers and rockets going off every 20 seconds. Well, what's the matter with you? Like you can't follow a movie. It, we need, I we need talking eight. I followed them around eight. the whole school. That's <laughs> <laughs> like I followed it. I mean, like, okay. So the quotes, right. first one. This is a two-part quote. So let me just I have to ask a question and then I'm coming in with the next one before you say I forgot it. I did it. Does Barry Manilow know you raid his wardrobe? I'm like, I'm sure that's funny, but who's Barry Manilow? So I kind of half laughed because I'm like, is it? But I'm sure it is. Then that follows into don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. I'm like, all right, I've heard that. Got to be a classic line. Definitely heard that. I don't know if this is a classic line. Um, did you slip with a hot beef injection? I thought that was, <laughs> thought that was classic right here. Yeah. Um, I mean, the hand symbols, he was, he was on that. I was like, I wrote it down. It was a uh, pinky and pointer finger like this. Um, did you draw it? <laughs> did you draw it? <laughs> I made sure to get that. You were like, um, you were like <laughs> so one part, whenever I told my dad that I was going to watch this, he's like, this was a snapshot of me in high school. So I kept that in mind watching. So I have to ask you, were there times during high school where everybody out of nowhere would just start harmonizing a whistle? Like, is that what you guys did back in the day? Because I, I must be missing something. Can you? 
Okay. So the answer is yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. Thank you for thank you for clarifying. But um, I mean, Didn't this is that. yeah, me neither. That kind of really threw me. So what 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 grade? What what number are you throwing on this bad boy? Wait, I, I still I still have some things to say before I drop the rate. That's the oh, that's please the end. Do. Hey, Bender please would do. kick your ass. He would. Could you take Bender? In a fight? Yes. 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 He's, a, he's a swell guy. He'd beat the shit out of you. <laughs> he's a swell guy. So people respect him. Alright, I'm just trying to find exactly. So you're telling me. They all sit in a circle. They cry. They call each other a bitch. And then they just harp about their hardships. And that's like, where is the classicness in this? Like, what am I missing? Like, asking a friend, what am I missing? Like, like I don't think you ever get the, the real life lessons in these movies, right? Like, like this right, one I was. I think I do. I think I, I do. This, this isn't was, the Ten Fucking Commandments, right? This is this a fucking movie we watched growing up as a kid. It, it was a snapshot. It was clicks. When I went to high school, it was all clicks. Don't judge a book by the cover. That's the whole point of this fucking movie, right? That's right, what this well, was. I have a problem with that. We need, we need you to reach deeper, Kyle. We need okay, you to reach I'm, deeper. I'm going to. Don't judge a book by the cover. You have the weird girl suddenly walk out in a wedding gown. She changed her whole cover. The, what do you say? She got judged. She got judged by her cover and didn't like who she was in the end. And then they all just get married happily ever after and they're dating. I'm like, come on, guys. No, no, they're not. <laughs> uh, fuck, what's his next movie? We got to give him a movie that he can. I mean, what, what, what's I told Lion, you what your Lion next King? movie was. I think no, we should I give him like the, 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 Ava, the, the Avatar town. movie. The Avatar the town. movie. Snatch. Just He'll like Snatch. You got to like Snatch. He won't like Snatch because he won't be able to follow it. The town. Can we give him old school, please? Can we give him old school? The no, town is 2010. No. That's literally my era. I should be telling you to watch The Town. Granted, I haven't watched it, but like. <laughs> I think maybe we, maybe we go with Shrek. Look, maybe something, maybe yeah, something simple. You shouldn't Always. be telling me to watch anything ever. Yeah. I mean, listen Pulp to can we, can we give him Pulp Fiction? He won't be able to follow it. We gotta get an official rating on a scale from one to Planet of the Apes or one to, <laughs> to a classic. Now wait, wait, wait. We have, have to level set. We have to level set what Planet of the Apes was. Clearly, it's number three. He says. <laughs> Cal called Planet of the Apes. A well, the classic. fourth classic, the fourth, the fourth classic hasn't come out yet. Right, so we but it'll be classic. You'll see. <laughs> this is classic number three. Mark Wahlberg <laughs> will probably be in it again. <laughs> so, on a scale from one to Planet of the Apes number three, what yeah, do you rate I this will movie? miss the podcast if the classic, the fourth one, drops on that night. I'm sorry, boys. We're gonna have to either reschedule or I'm out because I'm not missing that for the world. Opening night in theaters, will not miss that. Yeah, you gotta anyway, get your ape outfit on. You will be the only guy in that theater. <laughs> you probably like the stupid monkey with the big weird head. Yeah, he, he, he's like a Trekkie, but with Planet of the Apes. He'll be there with his yeah. little fucking ape outfit. <laughs> so wrong. But after, all right, so the Breakfast Club, my rating. After feeling like I just watched a high school project, I'm going to give it a four out of ten res disrespectfully, honestly. That was just, I had... I watched it with someone and they left halfway through the movie and I'm like, dude, I don't blame you. I just have to do this. So fuck four out of ten. What if fuck him? No one cares Time about out. your the friends. That left, though, was it? Was it? It was obviously someone your age. Yes, it was. 
Okay, so that means Stugatz to us. The, the, right. two, the two combined attention span was like the length of like one oh. text message, one You're TikTok like video. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we go. The what next about movie, like uh, Tropic Thunder or something like that? There the we town. go. Like the Point town. Break. Point Break I, was a good movie, wasn't it? He won't like Point Break either because it's too old. I'm telling you, watch The Town. That's it. CGI has changed. Is changed. Hey, Lebowski, the does that do anything? Well, fuck him. These are these are classics. I watch. I, I my father made me watch like Cool Hand Luke and Dirty Dozen, and that was like fucking old school. They used to just draw it on paper and they flick it real quick, and you get to watch it. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. It was that fucking bad, and I thought it sucked. So I can respect your opinion, although it hurts a little bit. So we got to get you a good movie that you can at least come back with a decent rating to show really you that just, Planet I think we should, isn't a classic. We should recap it though. Let's list the number of movies. Let's list all the movies that he thinks is quote. Worse than Planet of the Apes, Rounders, The Breakfast Club. Uh, what was what was the first what was the first one? Shawshank. Shawshank Redemption. And Goodfellas. Goodfellas. And Goodfellas. He thinks that all three of those are worse than Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I mean, really, really wrap your fucking like head the, around saying that. Saying it, saying it that way is just mind bending. Yeah, you're I right, mean, Ryan. <laughs> just, you're absolutely right. That's the only way we can put it in any kind of context. I mean, that's like I mean, not to not to be yeah. not to be hurtful. I was doing a little bit of research, but that's effectively like saying I'd rather play in the CFL than the NFL. Yeah, and it's just sorry, Josh. Sorry, Josh, but I mean, the fuck, I played in the NFL. I agree. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I, I love him to death, but I mean that 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 hurts me a little bit. I will say this though, not that I have to stick up like a dad does. He at least has a seventies. Music repertoire. He's he has okay. an old solo okay. music, so I, I saved him there. If we could somehow like not get demonetized for like playing songs or like however that works, I have the greatest old school music playlist that like I could play at a fifty eight year old's third marriage, and I would be the shit. Like I got it. <laughs> You can't just I remember those. Klecko has a good playlist too. We would go back and forth after games as we passed the bottle around. Uh, we would always go back. Hey, this one does this do anything? Yeah, that's a good one. Here, this one. So yeah, Klecko's got the same ear. Oh yeah, he's got the same ear. Brock Brock has that ear. Look at him, that fucking. Guy. <laughs> yeah, Brock's got the same ear as well. Red Ryan, give me a quick a quick recap. Give me that minute. Give me your thoughts on the Ryder Cup. Give me give me who got snubbed. Do you like the roster? I kind of I like it. I like the coaches' decisions. Did, who 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 do you think got snubbed? Who should not I, be on that team? I mean, overall, first off, like this is the USA has not won a Ryder Cup in Europe, and I think it's twenty nine years now. So this is a big locker room mentality is obviously a big focus when you're going overseas like that. The controversial the controversial pick on the USA team was. Definitely Justin Thomas, not had a good year, but he's got a great Ryder Cup record, great match play record, great locker room guy, as they say. They picked Ricky. The guy who got stubbed, snubbed on the USA team was Keegan Bradley, which really sucks because Keegan's the man. He's a really energetic guy. He played in the 2012 Ryder Cup. It was iconic, him playing with Phil. He, he's that energy guy that would be also be great for the locker room. Overall, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle over there. On the European side, they had like they actually made history. Ludwig Aberg. He's 23 years old. He literally turned pro in June. In June of this year, he turned pro. He's never played in a major championship in his entire life. He got picked to be on the Ryder Cup team for the European team. He's a stud. He's been he's been claimed by many by many like famous coaches. All these big guys are like, okay, he could be he could very well be one of the next 
stud players in the world, like top 10 player in the world. Overall, I mean, it's nerve wracking because the Europeans have been obviously dominant on their, on their soil. We're going in. In 2018, when we were in Paris, we were huge favorites, the USA. Not always a good bet because we haven't won there in 30 years, but if we're the favorites, that's obviously a little bit of mojo. Overall, Let's storm this fucker like Normandy. Fuck that. I mean, listen, we're coming <laughs> off of it. We're, we're coming off of one of the biggest uh, Ryder Cup wins in history in 2021 at Whistling Straits. So in theory, like the USA locker room is at its strongest probably point in a long time. A lot of good, a lot of good energy in there. A lot of guys are buddies. You got Ricky Fowler back on the team. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, the Ryder Cup is one of the best events in all of sports. I think yeah. it's got tons of energy. It's loud over there. The Europeans, whenever they, when I was there in 2018, I think one of Flags. the most, bo- one of the most, bo- oh yeah. yeah. But this is this, this is cool though. One of the <laughs> most bone chunks the they do. Ryan. He's- hey, they, like it's like six in the morning. Like everybody's there. The golf doesn't start for two hours, and these people are out there. They do this thing where they go, Oof, and they just all do it in unison. Like fifty thousand people in the stands are just all doing this. It is electric. So the Ryder Cup will be a lot of fun this year. If I'm betting money, if yeah, I don't like what the fuck really. What have you done being a degenerate? When you make your bet, go ahead. I don't want to bet against the USA. So, but if I'm if I'm looking at value in terms of like again just history, the plus money on the European side might make sense. I personally like going the individual matchups. I love hammering the individual matchups. It's fun. You're gonna have singles on Sunday. Where the fuck are you putting your money? Uh, we're um, trying to well, get there. We're trying. Uh, we're well, okay, it. okay. The actual value play that I would go with would definitely be Brian Harmon. I don't know what the line is yet, but Brian Harmon to be the top USA player to have the most points on the team. That's where you get a lot more value. You'll probably get like maybe like in the six to ten to one range there. I bet. Um, hey, did you have but, Lithuania beating a fucking US basketball team? Listen, last week was it was That's an a awful horse shit. That's Lithuania? an embarrassment. It's embarrassing. Oh, oh, beating the USA? Oh, I oh thought you were talking God. about last week when I bet Egypt live no, money at like no, no. 4 a.m. That, that was a sound bet. That was smart. I know you did that your was... homework and you did. That's brilliant. I'm talking about our basketball team where the game was made, uh, where the game should always have a place to be where you win all the time. It should be a no-brainer. Lithuania. I think that in general, like any time that the United States of America loses as a team to any other country, it's pretty rough. Like just overall from a branding perspective, probably just yeah. with the dominant sporting like country out there. But I, I listen, this is a separate thing. But I think that we should we should have this staple on the show as well. Since we're doing this weekly right now, I think we need to have like when I was back in college, we used to have the cup and cock of the week in our in our fraternity. It was like a good story and a bad story, right? I think we should have one of those moments on this show. Like, I mean, obviously it's not that big of a deal in Klecko's eyes, but. As a show on the rise, looking for a chicken sponsor. Not a good showing from Raising Cane's today before the show. That's an, un- that's an unfucking believable moment, in my opinion. You, you make me wait 20 minutes in a line when I order beforehand. And get it wrong. Me? Listen, I think that, like, I mean, we got to start addressing, like, the growth of fast food chains. Like, we're focusing on expansion to multiple <laughs> cities. We're starting to forget the little guy while we got there in the first place. Raising Cane's got to the top of their chicken game by putting a lot of time and energy into the chicken into the customer. Now they don't even care about the experience. I'm not, you don't wait 25 minutes for, for, for fast food. You just don't do that. I'm like, listen, I mean, with, with Chick-fil-A coming out with the pimento cheese sandwich, Raising Cane's got to step their game up. Listen, 
I'm, Dude, I'm actively you, seeking out a chicken sponsor for this show. It's just. Are you, you ever in and out at Chick Fil A though? Are you ever in and out? It takes fucking no. forever. You make chicken oh, sandwiches. Well, have but them they made. make they they make up for it though with politeness yeah. and hustle. They'll change yeah. your fucking tire, detail your car, and then you <laughs> have your fucking you sandwich. You're the nicest people on earth. <laughs> Maybe, but goddamn it, I don't want to wait in your weird fucking drive-through where there's nine uh, lines, people walking uh, all over. I don't want to do that. That's the problem. You don't go yes. drive through. You don't go drive through. You, you go, go in. in. I know. I know. Chick fil A. Okay. Chick fil A is the Augusta National of fast food. You can do the mobile order. You can do curbside. You can do drive through. Kings has barely even opened up their app. Right. You got a lot of different players in the game. You got the BK Chicken Wrap. You got McDonald's. This is always a staple. But listen, I mean, overall, again, back to this whole moment of unfucking believable moment. Bad showing on day one. Bad showing on day one from raising Kings today. I think we should open it up to what was the good thing that happened this week? What was a crazy thing to happen? Besides, it would have been me getting a hole in one with you, Gotti, on Thursday last week. That would have been epic. Hey, remember when you guys went golfing and didn't even fucking invite us? Even just an empty invite. Like, you know, I'm not going to show up. I'm not coming. No shit. But, Quack, I'm hey going to go on Thursday. Do you want to come? I'll get back I can't to make it. it. Sorry. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. You asked Quack and not me. My fucking bad. My bad. Josh, I'll would win. you like to come? I'll see. Maybe. That'd be awesome. What time are you playing? <laughs> 10. Hit him with a text on Wednesday night. Yeah. Hey, golfing tomorrow. You want to, you want, you want to yeah, hop on right? a plane, come down Even here. Even if it's an empty gesture, I just yeah. want it. Right? Yeah. I want this 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 chat group. I want this this thing here. I want it to feel like we're family. And right now, I just feel like there's a, it's well, a little click over here. We're going to go golfing. I, I was we're gonna get texting you guys while I was waiting yeah. at Canes. Yeah. I was no, waiting. I was pissed. Pluckle. I was time stamping it. Listen, I'm always in there. The only time I'm not in there is whenever I'm preoccupied. Preoccupied with bullshit like that at Canes, like trying to tell them, like, hey, like, what's going hey, on? Hey, when you were golfing, who? I, I have questions. Was there music? Do you have a speaker? No, we that, have music. All right. Wait, wait. Yeah. Time that's out. the point. Did you well, walk? My son, my son no. always steals my speaker, so it's always dead. Okay, no. that's understandable. No, Ryan. Acceptable. Uh, I'm how not do you not have a fucking music. speaker? All right, all right. That's the first part. Was anybody buzzed? Did anybody drink? Be honest. Don't, don't, you have to say uh, yes no. to be cool. You're already in. It was Thursday at like 11. No, I, no, I had football <laughs> practice later. Yeah. All right, maybe, so, so no music, no alcohol. One. Who drove out of you two? Who drove? We both drove. We, we, uh, we actually had... We had turned you took two separate, you took two separate it was, carts? It was my... No, I drove. It was my course. Turn, yeah, it turns out we actually have different cars, too. I thought we would drive the same car. To be fair, it was the first time that we met in person, and we wanted yeah. to get to know each other. Yeah, we're oh, just, that's okay. I get I like that. that. Hey, just I two like gals that. out in the course catching up. That's all it was. Yeah. Like like <laughs> Breakfast Club, getting to know each other. And plus, we got yeah. married up with a guy, Mark. He was delightful. Yeah, and then we oh. rated who we liked best on the podcast from one to yeah. ten of the apes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was, no, a, good it was time. a good time. Ryan's a stick, though. He almost did a whole lot. It was pretty sick. He had, what, like, three or four birdies? I, I, I had a pretty good. I mean, honestly, the first hole at his he golf knows course. He knows the answer. He won't fucking say it for like another. I think I, I, he made, I, no. He made it. He made an eagle. He made an eagle, eagle which was awesome. That was a Two big flexes. just dropping yeah, the right. balls on the table as soon as he shoved to the golf course. That felt good. I established my presence early. I felt good about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> clean. Uh, we both wore bucket hats. That was sweet. Okay, honestly, I should have led with that because that was the. I'm a, I'm a bucket hat guy. Bucket hats are a culture. They protect the forehead. Yeah, protect right. the ears. They're good for you. Whoever says bucket hats suck, yeah, they're they're a huge vibe. 
Yeah, I've got like five yeah. bucks. Like, I can't pull that off because I'm not I'm not confident wearing it, right? I feel like fucking oh, Gilligan. I can't wear it. You can pull you can, yeah, you can pull uh, it off. I, I, I don't care. I, I'm Gilligan all day with it. I love a bucket hat. You can't I, I won't fish without one. It's the greatest. And I have my go-to bucket hat. That was big time energy. Both of us were wearing bucket hats. Mark was just left out. Felt bad yeah. for him. <laughs> But, but guys, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that as a group, we could come together. I mean, he was saying that Josh, you're you're a pretty good golfer. Klecko, do you ever have you ever played golf? Are you ever been a golfer? Yeah, I golf a lot for work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Well, hey, well, Brock's. Hey, actually, I should probably give Brock a shout out. He sent me this pair of shoes, the square shoes. Unbelievable. Those things. And are I kept great. talking about, talking about the shoes a lot. I talked about the shoes a lot. <laughs> Does Cal golf? Great golf. credit. You... Uh, you golf? This answer is gonna get you. I can't, I can't, I can't make it to the back nine because it's just, it's too, it's too long for me. It, it's Shawshank. It, it, we, it, we, golfing's we, like Shawshank. Gotta like I got to wake him up at the turn to eat a fucking wait, hot wait, dog. Dude, we got to send him like two a hours, Two hours without TikToks, just too much. He's just going to get right back. I'm with Cal on this one. Golf does not need to be more than 10 holes. Dude, but you're treating, you. you're, treating, yeah. you're treating it wrong. You're treating it wrong. You're gonna be out there. It's literally the best escape in the world. It's expensive. I disagree. I disagree. Listen, I don't tell about the money. Play a course. It's not about the money. It's about the experience. But the experience. You you tell me. But it is. It is about the money. As a college student, it a hundred percent. I'm not blowing seventy dollars on the green to shoot one into the water. And high You're five gonna tell me. Right, go, go for the twilight rates then. Twilight rates at, at like after dark, right? The four p.m. rounds. I mean, listen. Have you ever brought a six pack to any athletic event and had a had like had a better time than playing golf? You can drink, you can smoke, you can you can listen to music. But you, you chose not to do any of those. Time. You chose not yeah. to do any of those. So <laughs> like, you're like, never going to convince me the golf course is better <laughs> I, than yeah, the beach. I, I won't fucking go to the course unless I have music. I got three three fucking zins. I have a six pack, perhaps a gummy, but definitely a little ripper just in case. I'm not. I'm not, in case I'm playing bad or in case I'm playing good, because I panic. If I have a good round going, I, I start to fucking panic. So I, I, I have to. I have to give myself a little something. I do the yeah. same shit, Josh. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm fuck, like, here, I, here it comes. And the, here and we the go. worst is when, the worst is when the other three guys won't fucking talk to you. Like you're you're a pitcher that has a sh- you know has a fucking no hitter going. They leave you alone by the fourth fucking inning. <laughs> if I part of the first holes, no one talks to me. I'm like, guys, fuck, stop. Let's, let's get high. Let's fucking drink. Let's fucking play golf. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me wait, a story. Wait, I mean, why, just why, why would they stop talking to you? Because you made a par? They don't want to jinx it. Because I'll, I'll be like even after the first par holes, and then I shit the bed because I well, think so I you, have a no hitter approach, goal. You're approaching with the wrong mentality. You got to approach with this the the free living mentality. You got to approach it with the Jimmy Buffett mentality. Just hey, go out there and have like fun. That. Listen, right. listen, go out there and play some golf. That's literally when you can go from being terrible to being not so terrible, right? There's a there's a huge difference out there. Like how I played yesterday with my buddy. We played about a month ago. In in that round, he shot a one hundred and forty two. One hundred and forty two. He shot that, 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 that was about it. That was about a, about a month ago, right? And so yesterday we go out Labor Day, you know, just working hard. Two man scramble. This man goes. I mean, we, we again we didn't play the the ball all the way through for him. The the form that he showed up with just was a simply just a good attitude, just just vibes. We we did have music. We were drinking. He would have probably shot like a hundred. That's like a. 30, 25% increase. The guy, it's possible. That's fucking horrible, though. I, I couldn't play with that. I mean, hey, it's, like, money, it's like when you weigh 500 pounds, and you, now you're down to 420. You congrats, oh. I guess. I mean, I guess. Here's the thing. The I, I, Who counts 142 shots? Don't you eventually just go, you know what? Ryan does. I'll, you saw I'll I'll play play I wish I had that scorecard. It was a busy scorecard. 
It was, <laughs> it had a lot going on there. Dude, how do you not have him pick up? Bring it over there. Drop out here where I am. Yeah, just, oh, yeah, it's good. And he's like in the bunker. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm, you got to move through the wall. At the end of the holes, you're kind of adding him up. And he's like, yeah, I think I have like a good 10. Like, you're not really being super strict, I guess. But you're still writing down a score. You got you to figure out where you're at. Turns out he was roughly 70 strokes off from being a scratch golfer. So where's he ranked? If you're 77th in Tennessee in the amateur side, where's your boy at? Oh, yeah. He's dead. Man, I'm, te- I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. How if many people golf- have to die for him to be the best fucking golfer in Tennessee? Oh, Everyone. Dude. 25,000 people would have to die like instantly. <laughs> instantly. I to, I, hey, I used to always ask that question, dude. That's how fucked up I was as a kicker. I was such a head case. But as I was trying to make it, I'm like, I wonder how many people have to die in order for me to get a fucking phone call. Like, 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 like if all 31 punters were on the plane and that went down, would I be not, the next up? Like, would they finally happen. fucking say, okay, you can go? I used to always not, ask that. How many people have to die? Not what you need to do to get better. How many people have to die for me to just move up the ranking? <laughs> God, I, I remember Cal, Cal asked me that when we were playing hockey as a kid. He's like, dude, how many people have to die for me to be the best hockey player in Pennsylvania? I mean, I don't know, son. I mean, fucking 12 people on the street, but uh, I don't know the fucking number. But, <laughs> but anyway. That's insane. <laughs> Producer Ryan, That's tell crazy. us where they can find us. Yeah, you can follow us on Untucked Show on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Follow us on YouTube. Give us all that old subscribe. There's the notification button. And that's also going to be on Untucked Show on YouTube. Beautiful. Gentlemen, well done. One's in the books. I love it. I don't have anything to do our dismount. I'll just give you the tap of the hat. Well done, boys. <laughs>